Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. I was having a trip down memory lane the other day about all the bands that I used to listen to. Well, I didn't really listen you to You listen many. to Bon Jovi. Yeah, it was it? mainly Bon Jovi. Yeah, because um, you want to sleep with him. Yeah, I do. You, you would, wouldn't you? I definitely would. I'm not even ashamed to say it. Man crush. Is he the ultimate man crush? John Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, he's, he's if, my if, man crush. If he now said to you, right, he walked into this studio and he walked in and he said, Al... I know you love me. Well, I love you too. Right now, we can go and run away and live on Ooh, a cheap version of We Are Little Runaways. Necker Island. <laughs> Would <laughs> you leave your whole it. family? You can't see them ever again for Jump on Joe. Oh, God. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. No, that's it. That's the offer. I'd take, live, it, mm. take it or leave it. You can't see your family ever again. No, I don't. But think you can do spend that. the rest of your life with Jump on Joe. I don't think I'd do that. Oh. But I'd, I'd mull it over. Like, it wouldn't be like a straightforward no. Well, your family that have downloaded this podcast are listening right now are loving this. You haven't quite committed that yeah. you would, but... Moving on super swiftly. Welcome to Don't Turn Man Podcast. Uh, it's great to have you here. On today's show, what are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about barbecue. Yes. Oh, my God. We have to. You know, before we know it, summer will have, gone, will have come and gone. Or it probably has if you listen to this podcast. I don't know where you are right now. But barbecues, men, I don't mm. care if you say, this is sexist, rah! No, barbecues, men, meat, it's a thing. And I've got something later. <laughs> Barbecues, meat, it's a thing. It's a thing. That's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> Goes back to being a caveman. <laughs> Barbecue meat, yeah. it's a thing. I like that. Yeah, but, but, it, but there are a lot of partners out there that states we're not doing our fair share when it comes to a barbecue, which I'm sorry, I we need to chat about this. Yeah. And we're chatting about this later. Yeah, and just one last thing uh, before we get into it later. Are you coal or gas? I'm gas. Oh my days. No, it's gonna I, get interesting. No, by the time by the time we finish the conversation later, you will convert to gas. Stay with us because this is going to be a fight. You will. And I know this there's like there are three guys in here. There's one that does gas and there's two that does charcoal. And I'm like, why are you bothering? Why are you bothering with charcoal? Okay, we'll see. I've cooked we'll my see. friggin' burgers before you've even lit yours. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Talk about it later. Here's here's a thought. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. And it's linked to Man Crush. Yep. Okay. I am wondering at what point, and I hope this doesn't come across as offensive, but I, I don't think it will. At what point on the spectrum are, do you become gay? Right. Right. So you, you're what, taking your Man Crush to the next level? Yeah. Because so we've got two, two absolute like best friends. We really love them. We've got a lot of wonderful friends, okay, and these guys are well up there. Um, they live down in Portsmouth, and they're they're gay, and mm. they're married, and they've just adopted two little children, and, and it's lovely. 
I just adore them. And I reckon I could live with those two guys, or just one of them, I'm not fussed, completely easily. Tomorrow, I'll just move in. I'd love living with them. I'd love like watching movies. I'd, I'd share a bed, no problem. Like, I'm not sexually attracted to either one of them. They're, right. ha- they're handsome men, of course, but yeah. but I'm not sexually attracted. So, what, so at what point am I? would I be considered gay? I don't know. This is a very... Um, I never thought we'd start this <laughs> with <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, sorry. But I've also gone quite serious here. But no, but okay. We, but so let's say. Well, I suppose you have to say one or both of them is say if you want to be in this in this relationship, um, we love you as much as you love me. But to go forward, we have to consummate this this relationship. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. That's, I wouldn't be able to. Like, I'm not. I'm not. That's not it. That's not. I'm so not you there. Only, you only want to live with them. Yeah, but but share everything. I could be happy to share bank accounts. I'd be happy to raise children with them. I'd be happy to you know almost everything except sex. Okay. And and so then I I'm, think it sounds lovely. So then I'm thinking, so there are some people in in relationships that would ha- would happily go for yeah, that. But then I'm thinking, am I? Is that's just a housemate? But then that's that's when uh, that's you know there have been relationships in the past where the, the girl has turned to me and gone, we hardly ever have sex. We must just be roommates. Yeah. Well, you've just explained what roommates are exactly. But so, then I'm thinking, well, like it's a lot of it's a big old ball ache to live with a woman <laughs> if, if you're not having sex. <laughs> so that's the next best Isn't version. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm thinking, if living I'm just gonna, if I'm just going to live with someone with, with no sex, I might as well live with them with Carl and Lee. <laughs> no, sorry, Jen, but if, if all it is. If you're raising not children, out, yeah. Then if it's just raising children and sharing a bank account, I might as well do it with Carl and Lee. <laughs> oh, you've got a good point here. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> so why did you leave each other? Well, we haven't left each other, but we're, st- we're still together. But I just prefer to live with my mates because yeah. she's not putting out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they are very clean and they have a really nice house. So right I think are you are you there. going more because you have a massive man crush on them or because their house is nicer and it's situated in a better place yeah it's by this, the sea isn't it it is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was this uh, there was this time when we were in France and we were having dinner in like a really little old restaurant we were like we were the only people in there and then all of a sudden this other family came in and the guy who came in he was something else I tell you what he was like his charisma everything about him and I went really weird did you I was like all kind of schoolgirly and like coy and I couldn't yeah. look at him and but like, this happens it's really weird like Charlie has said that to me before like yeah. someone like, oh, for instance um, me Glastonbury 2019 <laughs> oh sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandon Flowers the Killers. So right. the Killers have never been on my radar. Okay, I know you know Mr. Brightside, amazing song. You know a, a load of great songs from the Killers, but have never been on my radar. But watching it the other night, and t- not one, but two of them were on my radar. Yeah. So Brandon Flowers is like he's a very handsome guy. He's a cross between Tom Cruise and Mark Ronson. Right. He looks a bit like that, yeah? And maybe a bit of Ben Affleck in there. Ooh. He's a very handsome... Nice. You know, he's from Vegas. He's a showman. Yeah. He holds himself well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, you are hot. Yeah. Okay. Then, the drummer. The drummer's <laughs> wow. completely... you are hot. Yeah, you, you hot. I can see why <laughs> girls really, really fancy yeah. you. Yeah, or you just really, really fancy you. You know, yeah, I get that. And then the, the drummer, have you seen the drummer in The Killers? 
I can't remember what his mm. name is, but he's he's a bigger guy. He's got like curly hair, but it's it, it's a bit further back on his head. But his talent, I was watching yeah. him. He's like Animal on the drums. Yeah. But I looking at him, and I thought, and then he did this thing at the end of the crowd. And he got all the crowd going when Brandon walked off at the end of the set. Yeah. And it was just, it was incredible. So he, yeah, he is on my radar. And as I was watching it, I kept on going, oh babe, look look at him. Oh look at the way he's holding himself there. Look at the way he's grabbing his crotch and doing. He's going. <laughs> Him, why don't you? <laughs> but it comes. It, sometimes it just comes all of a sudden. I know. It makes me. Yeah. I, do you know one of the one of the biggest threads? Hugh Jackman, another one. Oh, he's not. I'm, I wouldn't go there. I know he is. Really? Triple threat. He can dance. He can sing. He can act. Triple threat. Can he though? Yes, he can. <laughs> Be careful. We're in close proximity of each other. Yeah. I'll take you down. All right, I'll back off. I'll back off. <laughs> this one of this was one of the biggest threads in Dad's Net, and it was about who is your celebrity man crush. Right. Like for some reason, men, dads, love talking about who they fancy. Is it fair to say it's usually not because of how well, how you know, how amazing they look? It's down to talent. I think that that definitely comes yeah. in. Yeah. But not just talent, like their aura. Yeah. And yeah. like their, you know, how they hold yeah. themselves and how they're, you know, I don't know what that word is. Their raw animal magnetism. Okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I are, just, you, are you smelling my pheromones? Because I've put no deodorant on today. I've just thrown it out there. And if you're new to Don't Tell Your Mum podcast, we don't always talk about which guys we fancy. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I happily um, do. I work on the radio. I say it all the time. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. You do, you're you happy. Know? I'm happy. Yeah. I'll go on air and say... Okay, I like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I don't care, you can judge me if you want, but I like she makes a bloody good pop yeah. song. Okay, this conversation's over. Me, he, he. Right. <laughs> Welcome back, you join us in the confessional. Why have you gone Cockney? <laughs> because I'm doing where's, anything but sexy, creepy, where's sex voice. Where's our voice gone? <laughs> exactly. Come on. Where has it gone? I'll tell you where it's gone. On. East London. Come on, think, think, um, think about the confession. I think right now the only person listening to this podcast is John Bon Jovi. What voice would you do then? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You pissed yourself. Oh, John. <laughs> little warm feeling. John, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the confessional, welcome John. I've on myself. <laughs> no, no. In all honesty, welcome back to the confessional. There it is. Um, it's that time of the show where we hear a <sighs> submission. <laughs> It's not that time of the show, Jay. <laughs> uh, it's the time of the show where we welcome uh, an email submission from a dad who God, has... you made it sound so personal then. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome an email submission. <laughs> Thank you. Well, is it anonymised this week? Last week it was it was X. This week... Have we got a name? We haven't got a name this week. No we? name. There you go. So, oh, Eddie. Oh, is. Eddie. We've got a name. There is. Yeah. All right, Ed. Oh, so we can get personal with Ed. There we Eddie, go, Ed. Ed. Um, Gibbs good. Let's go. Gibbs good? What's that mean? Ed, mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to compose myself. Compose. Dear Al and JK, here's the worst family holiday I've ever been on or heard from anyone ever. Right, this must he must have listened to last week's episode. Uh, it's a confession of sorts, but mainly just a good old bitch about the shittiest summer holiday from hell. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, Holidays from Hell is one of my favourite TV shows. No, can't pay, we'll take it away. Oh, that's my, that is a good TV show. I mean, that, it, I, I've, I've said this before. Yeah. Sorry, Ed, we'll come back to you in a second. I've said this before. For Father's Day, I just want the house to myself. I want to be on the sofa yeah. in my pants and I want to watch a whole season of Can't Pay Will Take yeah. It Away with a portable fridge which has got beers into the right of me because that's what the side yeah. that I, I, you know, I lie on the sofa yeah. and I'm fine. That's yeah. it. Heaven for me. Birthdays, 
Father's Day, Christmas. That's fine. That's, That's what you what need you to want. get me. Yep. Good to know. Anyway, Ed. Three years ago, we booked a cheap last-minute holiday to Spain. There's the people that book a year in advance, and then there's me. I book the family holiday, or rather my wife does, about three days before departure. Always a massive row. But anyway, that's another story. (laughs) That can be next week's email, Ed. (laughs) So we go to Spain for two weeks to this small beach resort near Barcelona where there is a huge water park for the kids. On paper, this is a really easy holiday. Kids can play all day in the water park and knacker themselves out. Me and the missus can drink on the balcony whilst the kids are asleep. Brilliant. First day, we eat something dodgy and everyone is sick for three days. Oof. There's one toilet and two sinks in the hall. Oh, I, I love the way he cited the sinks. Yeah, that makes me worried. <laughs> yeah. In the whole apartment, we hired and there's four of us. It was horrendous. I wonder, oh, everyone is sick. I wonder if there was any uh, other end action which uh, needed a sink. Boop. <laughs> By day four, we finally feel okay enough to go for the day to the water park. After some light swimming for the morning, we decide that we'll all be okay to try some of the gentle slides. Big mistake. My wife throws up in the water and they close half the park for the rest of the day to clean it up. Jeez. I mean, you don't want to be that guy either. No. Or that lady, for that matter. And this brings me to the confession part. Towards the end of the holiday, one morning before we go out to the water park again, we went a few times as the kids loved it. My wife asked me to help tie her bikini top string at the back. Maybe I got the knot wrong or had some or had sun cream on my hand. Either way, I didn't do a great job because when she emerged from the water at the end of one of the slides, she displayed her tits to hundreds of men, <laughs> women and children before she realized what had happened. There was ample time for keen phone users to get in a snap. Whoa. I'm sure photos exist on the internet somewhere. Hang on a minute. Google. No, pervert. (laughs) Obviously, my wife had, had a lot to say about this at the time, and she's still pretty fed up about it now. After about a month's sex ban at the time, I'm I'm still in the bad books and want to put this to bed. Can you forgive? Well, saying you want to put this to bed is probably the wrong phrase to use. Yeah. If you've had a sex ban for all that time. A month sex ban. Whoa. Jeez. Um, can we forgive Eddie? What do we think? Um, yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> 100% worth every, every... Absolutely. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't do it deliberately, Eddie. I mean, tell me as well, By at, at the end of that slide, you had a GoPro set up. Not, not only that, you had a full cameraman shot. You know what I mean? There, <laughs> yeah. there, there's four people with ultra-wide angles. Yeah, that's and close-ups. I saw this uh, video on Facebook Watch, which I'm quite addicted what, to. this video? Not this video. Oh, right. No, well, it could have been, could well have been this <laughs> No, I saw a video on Facebook Watch recently of this guy who his his girlfriend or wife, whatever, bought a new um, running, training, top sports bra, uh, and she left it on the side. She went out. So what he did was he cut it, and then he sewed it back together with thread that is dissolvable in water, right? So he, he and he does, a, he does a really good job of it. So she doesn't know. She puts it on and she goes for a run. And obviously she sweats. sweats. And halfway through the run, her bikini, her, um, her sports bra just pff, falls off. <laughs> it literally just falls off. He's dying. Absolutely. Dying. She doesn't understand. She can't work it out. Because, I mean, I wouldn't know this dissolvable thread. Yeah. Although I have placed an order. <laughs> <laughs> so now I am fully aware of dissolvable thread. Um, Hang but, on, my pants are feeling a bit yeah, loose. <laughs> absolutely genius. Like, that's what I mean. I'm surprised, Eddie, you didn't do it deliberately. I mean, that's oh. genius. I mean... I'm also like, if Jen's walking around with um, 
like a bikini that's tied up at the top. It takes every ounce of power not to just go... Yeah, but that's because the seventeen-year-old you is yeah. is still screaming to come out. He certainly is. That's what it is. Yeah. And you, even though you've seen your wife's boobs many times before, yeah. there is still something, is there, about where you can be in the bedroom where they're changing, and you yeah. can go, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, hello, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oi, oi, you're right there. <laughs> yeah, kids downstairs. There, I, I like to do this. <laughs> yeah. why, why that's what I do to get Isla my dog yeah. from the back door when she's having a poo I mean it's a surefire yeah. it's a surefire method of not getting laid yeah if you did the old dog pics <laughs> that's not gonna happen yeah. alright there Jen come yeah. on yeah exactly <laughs> like, I might as well throw go for a, a pee. cold water on it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah it is yeah although I've seen, seen her, her lovely jubblies a lot <laughs> Did you just I, didn't know, I didn't know what to you call them. Just called them. I didn't. Know, I I didn't know what what Did would you be. Just say lovely jubblies. <laughs> I panicked and thought, what can I say? What would Hot FM like? What would they allow me to say here? <laughs> right. But you, this is like this is this is an early eighties episode of Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> lovely jubbly. I didn't know what. I just panicked in that moment. I panicked. Okay, so I just went for it. <laughs> Just like tits, <laughs> you could have just said. Yeah, but then I breasts, thought, boobs, yeah, lovely breasts, jubblies. Breasts would have been good. I didn't. I thought tits was probably a bit disrespectful. But <laughs> so I went for lovely jubblies, <laughs> which definitely is not disrespectful. Oh. Um. Well, anyway, anyway. Um. You, you look like a schoolboy then as well when you said <laughs> lovely jubblies. <laughs> uh, Eddie, you are forgiven. Absolutely, hundred percent. Nothing wrong with that. No, and. Tell your wife to suck it up. She was in Barcelona. It, no yeah. one knows her. Exactly. It's out there now the anyway. neighbour wasn't there. Yeah, was Were there. they? <laughs> We've all seen them. Uh, if you want to do the confessional uh, on Don't Tell Your Mum, our podcast, then you can. All you have to do is go to thedadsnet.com and uh, submit your confession there. There is a confession section. Yeah, just go on to... Yeah, yeah, there's a section. So on the top menu bar, there's like Dad Podcast. So click on that and uh, yeah, you can, you can send us in your message from there. And like we always say, you don't have to give your name like Eddie does. If that is, in fact, Eddie's real name, you can remain anonymous yeah. as well. Eddie Nobra. Right, next up, kids are dicks. I mean, kids can be so annoying, can't they? Mm. Uh, this week, I... <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to clear my throat in the car this morning because Ted said, Daddy, why is your voice different? I was like, I think I just need a cough, Ted. Do you not know when you need to cough? <laughs> do you, do, do, do you really need your child to remind you to cough? Well, How does this relationship work between you, father and son? <laughs> Who's, which one's which? Oh, don't ask. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's certainly the boss of our house. Anyway. Daddy, I think you need to cough now. Oh, Ted, you're right, I do. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you why, why, why I'm irritated with Ted this week. Why? Because... I sit down to watch Netflix. Yep. Or Why, do you usually stand? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ted's got it right. <laughs> I usually sit down to watch Netflix, right? And, I, I, you know, other streaming services are available, by the way. Yes, they are. Um, and I get, you know, I'm watching a series. Usually it's like an hour-long episode of 45 minutes because of the ads and stuff. 42. 42. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. It's all right. Well, Mr. Precise. No, no worries. And we, um, and usually within eight to ten minutes, fast asleep, and then I miss all the episode because of the automatic play. Yeah. I miss. You can take that off. Most. Can you? Yep. Okay. 
But that, then you have to put it back on for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then most of the next episode. And then you have to rewind it. And because I fell asleep, I don't really know where I am. Consequently, I miss portions of Netflix. And it takes me forever to get through a series. But why is Ted being a dick then? Because oh, I'm tired. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Yeah. He was so tired there. If you got to tell us the reason yeah. why yeah. Ted is, because I'm exhausted. But how old's Ted now? Four and a half. So surely he's sleeping through. Yeah, he's up pretty early. So yeah, well, time what time's for, early? Well, in time for five thirty. So what? He's up at five thirty usually. Mm, yeah. Well, then ten will go back 50, to sleep. Fifty percent of the time. Oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Okay. Just what does he do? Does he come into your room? He just shouts. Doesn't get out of his bed, but well, he'll keep shouting until I go. Right, and we, you know, we don't want to wake Jen up. Making me feel up. tired now. Yeah, literally, I feel tired. Yeah, well, don't Just put Netflix on. About this, don't put Netflix on. I'm tired constantly because my um, Luna is still up like five, six times. Yeah. Then she'll come in, then she'll sleep sideways, kick us. You know, at one point, I'm sh- I'm sure her feet were on the pillow. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, needs to change. Get back up there. You know what I mean? I, I get that, but you can't blame him for being tired. Yes, because it's just utterly exhausting. You go to bed earlier than. I can't, I want to watch Netflix. Well, no, you can't. You, you're not getting through Netflix. So there's no point. Just go to bed earlier. Yeah, I could alternate it. If I went to bed early one night, then the next night I might be able to watch Netflix more. Who gets up with him? Me. Why doesn't Jen? <laughs> <laughs> that was nerves. Good one. Good ner- one, Jake. Nervous laughter there. <laughs> Why doesn't Jen? <laughs> no, it's because we have a very... Um... I got a line this morning. Did you? Yeah. Charlie looked at me and Luna was in our bed again. Uh, Noah had to go to preschool. And she looked over at me and Luna, both snoring, and went, oh, do you know what? I don't need him to get up. I'll just, I'll take I'll take Noah to preschool. So we didn't get up until ten past nine. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. no. Basically. Al, you're getting up. Because I keep <laughs> Jen up most of the night what with my sleep talking and sleep noises, which I know he's spoken about before, yep. I feel... That we feel that by me getting up, she feels. <laughs> That's it. There it is. <laughs> by me getting up, uh, you know, gives her an extra hour or whatever in bed. Yeah. Because she's spent a lot of the time in the night awake because I've kept her awake. So it's kind of trying to balance it out. Having said that, actually, that first half an hour or hour of the day with Ted is amazing. Like, it's literally my best time of the day because he's, like, still a bit... You know, he's waking up. He's very happy just to sit and cuddle and watch TV. And at the moment, we're watching a programme called Chasing Monsters, which is a guy called Cyril who is an extreme fisherman and he basically travels the world catching huge I've fish on a, with a rod. Yeah. Ted loves it. I reckon we've watched it two, both seasons four times. Is he a bit of a silver fox? Is it that guy? He's he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's all is right. he the one with the grey hair or is that someone else? Yeah, he's not, not completely... Not Grey, not like Grey. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else then. He's just incredible though. And like he's like, fish on, I got a fish on the line. And then he's like wrestling a shark on a on a rod. Like yeah. literally, it's it's exciting shit. Yeah, I can tell. So that one part of my day with Ted watching extreme fishing <laughs> is really good. So basically, we've discovered something here, haven't we? <laughs> Actually, the, the only Ted is not a dick at all. <laughs> You're the dick for not going to bed early and watching. Yeah, when you yeah yeah, and I get my Netflix hit in the morning actually. Yeah, so Think, what are you complaining about? about? <laughs> I don't even. Dad's know. a dick. So yeah. <laughs> Ted's yeah. doing his own podcast right now. Yeah, yeah. Called Dad's Dad. My Dad's a dick. Um, can we quickly go to? There's, there's been a question that's been asked in in my household for quite a few months now because Luna's a bit of a beast. Charlie keeps asking. Well, she's she must. And she takes after you. And I don't know for sure whether or not she does. So my question is, 
do you think you were a dick as a kid? If so, do you have any um, stories, any examples? Yeah, so my mum's... Yes, I was a dick. Okay. Right, <laughs> I mean, good. I'm a dick now. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I haven't grown out of it. <laughs> um, so there was one time where... I don't know what the argument was about. I mean, there's probably lots of things I did. Anyway, I don't know what the argument was about, but I can remember being on my bed telling my mum to fuck off. (laughs) And then so at that point, it escalated things even worse. So she like said, right, I'm not having that in my house. So she marched me downstairs. She put me outside the front door and closed it behind me, locked it. So I I had Thunderbird 3 in my hand. (laughs) So I went, rah, and like whacked it into the door. And to this day, there are three little holes that were made by Thunderbird 3 on that day. Amazing. Well, this, that story leads me perfectly onto the next question. You're welcome, Jay. No, but, well, no. It's as if this was scripted. As you can tell, this definitely isn't (laughs) planned. Um, Apart from Chris that works on this show, but, you know, we need to read the scripts beforehand. That's what we need to do, (laughs) then it would be planned. But, no, so my next point is, at what point can you remember growing up that you were stronger than your parents? There's always that point where your dad or your mum must go, okay, they're strong now. Yeah. I can't do this play fight anymore because they'll beat me. Have you got that moment? Yeah, I have, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Mine was, it was a summer. I was playing cricket with my sister and my brother. And uh, it was a beautiful day. I remember I was batting. My sister was bowling. And my brother probably was only about three or four. So he was fielding somewhere. Not quite sure. Oh, no, he's backstop. So he had to go and get the ball. Earlier that day, after breakfast, I was still hungry. And I went in with a pantry. This is how far we're going back. And I always, I know that mum used to keep buttons, Cadbury's buttons. They might, no, no, the milky, milky bars. It was milky bars. Yeah. And she used to keep them up on the top uh, shelf of the pantry where we couldn't get them. Because they were for the younger kids. We had our own snacks. And I loved a good milky bar. So I used to just climb the pantry and go and nick my sure. brother's chocolates. Sure. And eat them. Yeah. And that was it. So I, we were playing cricket and I remember my mum shouting out, you little You've eaten them again, haven't you? You've climbed that pantry and you've eaten your brother's chocolates. And I had. Yeah. So I was thinking, right, okay, I could eat, and I could hear her shouting coming closer and closer and closer. I'm thinking, um, right. Then she get, she comes to the door and she's got a slipper in the hand. And I'm thinking, all right. Really? Actually, I'm Did gonna, she actually have a I'm, slipper? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it here. Did you and get it? Did you I deserve it. Blah, blah, blah. But something s- snapped in me. So at that point, I put the cricket bat down. I picked up a stump out the ground of the cricket, the cricket stump that we were playing cricket with, and I just went, "Come on, then!" <laughs> to your mum, slipper versus cricket. My mum stopped in her tracks and went silence. You, yeah. you know this slow mo where it goes. <laughs> it dawned oh, upon her, oh. and you look round that sort of three sixty camera slow mo, and she turned around and went back in the house. So I was like, "Wow, yeah." I've, I've got the power. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, so my dad got home. Oh, right, because what I was going to say was, hang on a minute, what you realise, it took you to the age of 15 to realise you're stronger than your mum. <laughs> I wasn't 15, I was younger than that, oh, I'll right. have you know. Sorry. <laughs> um, so anyway, dad gets home, um, he goes into the kitchen, They, you hear this, Jason! Then I hear a, Jason! Yeah. So he takes me into another room. But I, th- and I thought, oh, he's going to give me... My dad was quite cool. I thought, oh, he's going to give me a bollock in here. And he just went, he went, Jay, for God's sake, you can't threaten your mum with a cricket stump. 
<laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, expecting more. That was it. And from that point on, I knew I had the upper hand. The, the power had shifted. Violent, we don't condone violence. Well, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't hit my mum with a cricket stump. Mm. But I, something just snapped. That's amazing. So that was the moment I thought, yeah, I've got the upper hand. <laughs> and from then on, I was an absolute dick. <laughs> yeah, with cricket stumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you mine really quickly. Go, yeah. Um, it, and it was actually, looking back, it's actually quite a sad day. Oh, no. Because it was the day I realised that my dad wasn't Superman. Oh. So I was having a tantrum, and I remember I was on the floor, and he was trying to control me. I was going, ah, no, no, no. I was flailing my legs about. I ended up kicking him square in the bollocks. Oh, yeah, um, hang on a second. You, you could do that to, I don't know, The Rock right now, and you'd still overpower no, him. Dwayne Johnson's balls no. of steel. No, he's not. <laughs> he must have. I reckon they've got, like, so covered in muscle. <laughs> he's got, you think he's got muscly testicles? Yes, he's got muscly balls. He must do. His he's got nowhere else for muscle to they, go, they, he's still at the gym. So they, they're not a round egg shape, they're more like a kidney bean. Yeah, like I reckon <laughs> you can flex them as well. <laughs> like they do in pecs. Yes, he can. He can move his muscles. He can move his can. testes. Yes, of course he can. Because they're that muscular. Yes. Yeah. Don't get me even started on his wang. <laughs> That's just like one great big like, the forearm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God. Anyway. Was, but my it just my, basically my dad had he was he was out for how. Yeah, but he would be. Little. Yeah, I know. But like it was at that moment I realised. That I could hurt him. Right. Before that, maybe I just hadn't seen it or whatever. But, so, yeah, yeah, um, that was the moment. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? The circle of life and stuff and yeah. how everything comes around, what, yeah. you know, what comes around goes around. Uh, we started off the Kids Are Dicks features with you talking about how Ted would square on hit you in the nuts. So <laughs> yeah. does Ted, at the age of four and a half, have the power over you? Is that why he continuously does it? I know, because I try my best not to demonstrate that it's hurt me. Well, because I don't want him to think I'm some kind of wimp. It's good therapy, this. Yeah, that's what it is. He bit me today. Did he? Yeah, he didn't want to go to school. Never does. And he bit me on my shoulder, and uh, and bite marks. It, yeah, 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 and it really hurt. Oh crap! Yeah, yeah. He got you good. Yeah, we're pushed for time. One funny story. My uh, my best mate at primary school. His name was Gary, and his mum used to bite her finger and wave a spatula at us. <laughs> Because, because, like, if we were doing something like naughty, she'd she'd bite her finger and she'd go, "You ruddy kid!" <laughs> like this, like waving a spatula, right? And then, and I don't know, it must be a learnt behaviour because Gary, he actually, I'm sure he won't mind me telling this, but he um he bit his hand, his under skin, like on the top of his 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 hand, like that, so much when he was angry and like in the tantrum that he ended up getting kind of like scars on the back of his hand. No, yeah. yeah. Do the impression again. You Roddy Kids! <laughs> it was it's like a character out of a film. It really was. I've got Nanny McPhee yeah, in my head. It was actually that's like chase us out of the kitchen, like, get out of my kitchen, you Roddy Kids! I don't know. I'm biting down. I don't want to swear. Biting down. You Roddy Kids! And she'd wave a spatula. A spatula. I'm telling you. Rolling pin. We'd be no. like, oh, she's coming. Stick. Walking stick. No, a spatula. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Anyway, story right. make a character out of that. Let's wrap it up. Wrap yeah. it up. What's right. coming up next? Done. Kids oh, barbecue. Are, kids are dicks done. We're talking about barbecue season next. This week's topic, very, very serious one. We're talking about barbecues. Barbecuing, barbecue skills, barbecue tips, advice, you name it. We're talking about it. Okay, we are going to talk about uh, charcoal versus gas. I know there are very strong thoughts about this, but we'll come back to that in a second. The reason I want to talk about barbecues today is from something that I saw um, online. And 
I'm just going to read this out and then I want to get your thoughts, Al, all right? So this was called Dad versus Mum barbecue season when a man volunteers to do the barbecue the following chain of events are put into motion i believe this was written by a woman are you ready yeah number one woman buys the food number two the woman makes the salad prepares the vegetables and makes dessert point three the woman prepares the meat for cooking places it on a tray along with the necessary cooking utensil and sauces and then takes it to the man who is lounging beside the grill beer in hand (laughs) here comes the important part number four The man places meat on the grill. Number five. Woman goes inside to organise the plates and cutlery. Number six. The woman comes out to tell the man that the meat is burning. He thanks her and asks if she will bring another beer while he deals with the situation. (laughs) Point seven. The man takes the meat off the grill and hands it to the woman. Point eight. The woman prepares the plate, salad, bread, utensils, napkin, sauces and brings them to the table. Point nine. After eating, the woman clears the table and does the dishes. And point ten. The most important point of all... Everyone praises the man and thanks him for his cooking efforts. Oh, there is point 11. The man asks the woman how she enjoyed her night off. <laughs> and upon seeing her annoyed reaction concludes that there's just no pleasing some women. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? No. I know it's a bit of a jest, but no way. is that fair? No way. I think, can I say, I think part of it is fair. No, it's not. Um, no, go on. Go on, you go. Here are some of the comments on this Facebook post. This is from Stan. I've been doing this all wrong. I was up at 6am building a fire in the pit while she was sleeping. Down to coals, put the metal on the rack, getting choked by the smoke, set up the yard table, this is obviously American, and canopy. Coffee boiling on the side fire, uh, add more add more wood, more smoke, by 6pm the ribs are ready, still no beer, being pot ready and I smell like smoke. So I think what, the, what Stan is saying that He's committed to the barbecue. I mean, that is commitment. You know, he's, he <laughs> smells of fire. Yeah. And he's not even been given a beer. Uh, he could get his own beer, just throwing it out there. This is from Yvonne, a Facebook comment. So very true. We've gone through all of this tonight, and my husband went to bed because he's, in brackets, exhausted. <laughs> oh, come on. No, it's not true. And I'll tell you why. Because if you, I mean, if you're a lazy ass, then yes, that is true, right? But that's not how you barbecue. Shelley's comment, just read this after having a lovely barbecue tonight, and it's as if someone has recorded the last hour of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie, Jen does prepare all the salads, and she does do all the potatoes, and she does do all the bread, and she does do all of that kind of stuff. But I'd be quite happy with just meat. I didn't ask her to do that. I'd be quite happy with just meat. I agree. And we did this yesterday, so I did all the cooking. Um, You know, I I would like to think that barbecues, it's all about timing. Yeah, you've got to time it right. Otherwise, it can't be burnt to a crisp. You don't have to time it right because you use gas. The bur- we'll come back to that in a minute. You don't have to time anything because you use gas. The burgers need to be medium to well done in, in between. So you know, yeah. So I believe there is a lot of pressure on the guy who's doing the barbecue. Yeah. Without Unless doubt. that guy is using gas. And then there's no pressure because it's looking easy to put right. on gas. Okay, I'm going to give you your moment now <laughs> to put your case forward for charcoal. And I guarantee the only the only pro will be the smoky taste. Off, off you go. <laughs> right. What go do you mean the only pro? That's the only pro. Right, regardless, that's not the only pro. But even if that was the only pro, yes, exactly that. No, nope. The smoky taste. Nope, I can get that. You can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You don't know much about gas barbecuing. So come on, carry on. Apart from the smoky taste, right? what other pros have you got? 
number one is it's a barbecue. Okay, it's not a pro- where, where it is no, because a gas barbecue is called a cooker. No, yes, no, it not. is. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. And we have one in the kitchen. No, you don't. Yes, we do. We do. We have what? So you can cook. So you can cook something in the kitchen that's got flames coming from it. Well, can yes. you flame grill something in your oven? Uh, not in the oven, but you could no, you on the hob. Okay, so it's still a barbecue. You could Carry on, the on. Hob. Yeah, give me your next uh, <laughs> pros. You know, the next advantages of charcoal. Uh, the next advantage of charcoal is that... The smoky taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, is that you can um, use the grill in a much more efficient way by having... Uh, Are you saying hot points and cold points? Well, I know you can have hot points and cold points on gas, but on a grill... Here, here it is. Here You're doing it is. well so far. I've, thought, I've, thought, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Oh, I've got it. I've no, got I've got it. it. I've got the it. taste is far more smoky. No, 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 no. This is it. This is it. Cleaning. What about it? All the fat drips down into the charcoal and just disappears. Yeah, but that's why, you know, having fat on charcoals is actually good because that also encourages and enhances the taste. Mm. So, Which it does. Yes, it does. Mm. So it's that smoky barbecue taste, yeah? Which you can no, get. no, no, I'm, I'm saying the cleaning. Is it much easier? You're not left with loads of fat everywhere. No, I've got a drip tray. It just drips into a little no, pot that I take in the no, pot it, out. Oh, it, it doesn't, that. but it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it drips down, it dries on that bit, it dries on that bit, it doesn't. But you're going to have to replace your charcoal barbecue more often. Yes. Because it'll get to a point where... And also, if you've got a charcoal barbecue, you don't tend to it as much. It's not your baby. You just kind of go, ah, oh, do you know what? It costs 40 oh, quid. I'll no, buy no, another no. one in a couple of years. No, no, no. I have a very nice Weber. Right. I, I won, actually won it in a competition at a barbecue masterclass. Okay, well, you paid a lot of money for it. So I did. Yeah, you it should. Was free. It was well, well, well it was you would have paid a lot of money for it. Well, yeah. You know it's expensive because yeah. it's a Weber, yeah. and therefore you do look after it. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You're in a different category. Yeah, and uh, and I'll have some more as well. Rather than smoky taste? Yeah, yeah. So get ready. Yeah. You can uh, get different types of wood chips. So this is to do with taste. Barbecue <laughs> is to do with taste, but lots of different wood chips. And that enables you to change the taste accordingly. Right. So let's go to the gas now, shall we? Have, have you got any more points apart yes. from smoking? Yes, taste? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay, actually, go on yeah. then. Go on then. Yeah, I've got more. <laughs> I could be here all day, Jay, with this. I don't think you could. <laughs> Hence why you are stalling. Uh, then the next point on my long list <laughs> is that the, the next point of three more that I would like to make... <laughs> Is number one is I quite I I really like the lighting it yourself, the waiting for the right time for it to uh, for the the coals to be the right temperature, the laying. Oh it shut out. up! I've cooked forty eight burgers by then. Yeah, I know, but I that's a, that's part of barbecuing. And your wife left race. you because it's you, not a race. You haven't done it on time. It's, oh, well, All your guests have gone though. That's down to you. The guests are annoyed. Money. They want their money back. Right. Here's another thing. You pay for gas. Yeah, you pay for chippings. You pay for wood smoke. You pay for charcoal. You pay for wood. However you do it, you still pay. You have to pay less unless you've got your own wood and you use. You got your own forest yeah. and you use your own wood. Well, funny you say that I do. No, you don't. <laughs> Stop lying. Uh, and also, uh, charcoal is much safer for children. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's exactly. It depends who's looking after the barbecue. You shouldn't be letting your kids do the barbecue. No, no, but just in general, it's much safer. And let me just consult my notes. Uh, yeah, a gas canister is thirty, forty pounds. It's more than that. There you go. Right. The first one is because you have to hire the the canister. Right. There you go. Yeah. You're arguing against yourself now, and then also, if you wanted to just, if you, you know, if it ran out, and you couldn't just nip down the shop and go and get one, could you? It's not going to run out for a long time. 
But it will. It won't. It will. It won't run out. It, it will won't. run. It will run out. It will run out. Um, also, just going back to that safety thing, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I don't know if I was clear before. <laughs> you mean you don't know if you have, if you've had a chat to to Chris that works on this? But what this I'm podcast. saying, <laughs> what I was saying was that you know if a kid found a, a gas canister, that's much more dangerous. It's too heavy. It? They won't be able to lift it. No, but they might open the valve or they might twist something and gas comes out. No, I'm a it's very responsible parent, and it's you're, under lock and well, key. You're not, AJ. No, well, I am. Whereas if they found a bag of coal. Then they could light it. It's basically inert. I don't know what that means, but in a yurt. <laughs> Why are you lighting coal in a yurt? <laughs> no, it's dangerous. It ba- no, it basically means you know it's not. It's just, it's just like a bag of coal. Like there's nothing they can do with it except draw with it. God, remind me if in, if, if I ever have to go to court that I don't want you representing me. <laughs> <laughs> and and also to just to wrap up this convincing argument, um, the smoky taste. <laughs> You know, the smoky taste. You can't beat it. Now, I'm okay. sorry, but if a barbecue is not about taste, what's it about? Right. Should we? Which one do you want me to um, to extinguish first? The I smoky taste one, or do you want me to do the cooking and all that? So what, what do you want me to do? I don't care, but what I'm going to do whilst we're doing that is put a poll out on Dad's Net, and by the time you finish talking, All the men will see. think they're real men and put charcoal. Well, let's just They see. will. Let's just see. So, um, let's go point one. I can cook 400 burgers in the time that you've sorted your fire out. And that's not and remember that's taking in, in into consideration that your failed attempts of lighting your barbecue because it might be windy. I can have barbecues in any 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 weather. Literally any weather. You can have a barbecue in any weather. In fact, I know someone who cooks their Christmas dinner on a charcoal barbecue. Yeah, but he will take three or four hours to prepare to make sure that his charcoal barbecue is up to speed for heat and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and mine is ready to go anytime, any day. Yeah, but then you have to talk to your guests or family members. 365. Or... Um, so is mine. Charcoal's like 20 minutes, 15 minutes to get up to up to. And heat. what about if it's been, you know, your wood's been in the shed and it's a bit damp and moist? Then you've got to do the fire lighters. So then that's all you've got to get your kindling. It's not just about one type of fuel. There's coal, there's wood, there's kindling, there's smoke chips. There's all that. Sort of, I don't care. I just want to cook my meat now. Then use the cooker. No, because it doesn't give me the flame grill taste. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Well, because, it, right. So you don't think I can get that smoky taste. You can add stuff to gas barbecues. Lava rocks. So lava rocks, for instance, are just like bits of charcoal, really. You put those... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, you're adding charcoal to a gas barbecue. But these lava rocks last for years. <laughs> so you put them on, all the the, 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 um, the fat and stuff drips onto the lava rocks, and that's where you get your extra taste from if you require. But I just want flame grilled. Flame grilled is I want those little perfect lines on my burgers and my chicken. And I get that with gas. And I can do it whenever I want in very quick time. Yeah. Well, I guess you're just not a foodie. It's a burger, mate. You just burn it to a crisp anyway. <laughs> and a sausage. Yeah, doesn't who are we kidding? doesn't matter if it's charcoal. All gas is going to be burned. <laughs> We're going to burn it. I don't want to kill my guests. Yeah, yeah. And my, and my barbecue looks good. Oh, so does. And can I just say, the Australians, all right, I've, got a, I've got a load of Australian and actually New Zealand mates, and they are, you know, they, they love that. The best barbecues come out of Australia. Yeah, they love putting a shrimp like, on the barbecue. Outback. But that's not true. No, so... The, and, and Americans as well. Americans yeah, who yeah, love to barbecue. South, like Texan barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the big point about this? The actual big proper barbecues are already running off the mains. They're built in to the mains gas supply. I don't want to comment on 
American people and the Americans and Australians that are the biggest barbecues on this planet. Yeah, but I'm going to throw this out there. You know the big barbecue competitions that they have in the states. You know, like the massive ones where they all rock up and they all barbecue meat and the best taste wins. They're not cooking on gas. Yes, they are. No, That's hence the phrase. We're cooking on gas. No, they're not. They are. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. They're all cooking with charcoal. That's so, how that's that's what they're doing. That's where they get their the variation. All those competitions, charcoal. Surely it's better for the environment. Chris! Surely. <laughs> no. Gas is Why not? Because where does gas come from? Yeah, but you've still got to do stuff to get your charcoal and stuff like yeah, that. So Actually, charcoal's not good worse. for the environment, is it? The coal coal and stuff like that. That's not good. I make my own charcoal. <laughs> what? Uh, what from a million years ago? <laughs> I don't mind my own charcoal. I make my own charcoal. Okay. Um, so as I said, it's less messy. It's not less messy. It is? No, it's not less messy. I clean my barbecue yesterday straight up. Do you clean your barbecue straight after you've eaten or do you wait? Yeah, yeah. Because actually, What's your it, tip, by the way, quickly? Do you do it when it's hot? Tin foil. It's great when it's hot, tin foil. Yeah, yeah it's great yeah. when it's hot with tin foil. Yeah. Um, and this is a good one. You have a lot more control over certain foods. So maybe the complicated one, the not so complicated one. And... There are no cold spots on a gas barbecue if you buy the right one. That demonstrates your lack of skill in barbecuing. Absolutely not. Yes, it does. No, because all I have to do, so the left-hand side, right, so I've got got a four burner. So the left-hand side, the left two burners, left two burners, that's meat. Meat is always on the left. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously my wife is vegan. So meat is on the left. Now the right hand side, yeah, that could be the veggie vegan stuff. Equally, I've got, um, oh, I've got, a, I've got a pan, I've got a, a hob on the other one yeah. for the onions. Yeah, so I have the, go- the hob in my kitchen. Yeah, but I don't have to go in the kitchen. I've got it all there. I am literally it's, in control. It's also of the all whole there situation. in the kitchen. It's all there in the kitchen. Yeah, but it depends. I haven't got a big house, so I have to walk far. But I could have a big house, and if I have to go into the kitchen backwards and forwards no, to sort the onions the out, if you're no. going to use gas, just cook in the kitchen. But why would you when you've got your whole that this device here does everything? So does your kitchen. Yeah, but then it's not a barbecue because <laughs> no. I'm outside with my barbecue. Exactly. So let's let's leave the kitchen exactly out of this. Exactly. No, let's leave. You're the not kitchen. cooking with the kitchen. Is the, the one thing a kitchen is used for in a barbecue is to prepare the green stuff. That's it. And maybe put the halloumi skewers and stuff on. We can do all that there, and then it all comes outside, and then we cook. So, what about you want to cook? Okay, we've got a big, fat, juicy sausage. All right, yeah. big, fat, juicy one. Thank you. These are big, fat ones. <laughs> yeah. And then Sorry. on the other side, I've got a thin yeah. piece of chicken. So yeah. I've cut it nice and fine. Yeah. It's mango, lime, yeah. and coconut chicken. Yeah. It's lovely. You can't burn that massively because nope. nope. you still want the taste. Yeah. But this sausage is going to take a lot longer yeah. than this little piece yeah. of chicken. Yeah. How do you control that on your charcoal? Well, firstly, you use something called thyme. So you put your sausage on first. Secondly... You were you actually control the so you're temperature. You're making your certain guests wait, aren't you? Yes, we're not of all course. eating together, are we? Yes, we are eating together because they all finish at the same time. You just put them on at different times. See? Do you really though? Yes. Timing? Do you, do you name yes, it when I it comes? Shut up. Occasionally, the sweet corn is is left on a little bit longer, but it's timing. And also, I control the temperature of my grill. You burn yours to a crisp. <laughs> I control the temperature of my grill. You know, burnt food is cancer as well, don't you? Areas. Just so you know, you know I don't burn the food. You, know. you can still food. burn food on on charcoal. On <laughs> and also, can <laughs> I just say, I I reckon there must be. I don't know this if this is true statistically. However, there must be less accidents with a gas barbecue than a charcoal normal barbecue because you get the meatheads. 
nice expression you get the meatheads that yeah. go oh put a bit of petrol on that I see it on my Facebook page I mean yeah but I mean it's like you've seen that guy who's done the petrol can and it goes all the way back up to the petrol yeah, can and it's... I mean idiots excluded charcoal is better <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I well okay we've we put it out there I guarantee everyone will say charcoal but practically they want a gas bar I mean it's 60, 64% charcoal 36% gas at the moment okay so it's not that much in it yeah well no. Anyway, we so you're not coming this to mine for a barbie then, no? <laughs> oh, no, I'll happily come and eat your food. I don't care where it's cooked. <laughs> the expensive food that you're making on your gas barbecue. I'd love to yeah, come. I mean, you sold me a lemon and mango and coconut chicken. Coconut chilli. Yeah. No, coconut chilli. Uh, no, mango, coconut chilli, lime chicken. Yeah. It's I mean, nice. when's the invite coming? Um, well, as soon as you admit to me that gas is better. I'm happy to admit that if I get a free dinner. <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> um, we filled up this entire segment just having an argument about that. I think it's a very valid argument. Yeah, it is good. And I'm hoping that what we've just said will make someone come to a discussion. A discussion. Dis- Fucking hell. A de- <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like to come to a good discussion every now um, and again. <laughs> I'm hoping that what we've just done, there might be someone out there that's just about to buy Bye. a barbecue and they're not mm. sure if they should go gas or they should go charcoal. Whatever decision you've gone with, we've helped. We should definitely, I would love to know. If you decide to go charcoal, let me know. If you decide to go gas, just don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how this works. Oh, brilliant. Very fair. But you can't, you know, let's continue this conversation. Share your barbecue tips. Let's continue the conversation uh, on social media at the Dad's Net um, or get in touch via the website thedadsnet.com and uh, we can carry on this conversation because it is I mean it's fascinating well if you like I said before you put veggie and vegan diners in there as well timings are totally different meat longer veggie stuff not so long you know yeah these are the stresses that we have being (laughs) (laughs) sorry I tried to hold that in there they are they are the stresses the barbecue I mean yeah I don't like cooking for vegetarians on barbecue your missus is vegan as well no but I just we've got vegan wives I'll just cook what she wants in the cooker yeah just don't um, okay just before we go because we're running out of time but if you've done the barbecue if you've used the the meat uh, tongs yeah and you've accidentally picked up Jen's veggie vegan burger with the meat tongs do you tell her no good just checking I don't do that but shameful Al shameful (laughs) absolutely shameful (laughs) they'll never know don't forget as well if you would like to download and subscribe which is very important um, and rate us all you have to do is uh, go to Global Player you can get your podcast from there or wherever you get your podcast from download subscribe and um, until next time thank you for listening and goodbye (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't too bad was it? it wasn't too bad it was like strong and assertive and definitive Whatever you feel. Thanks, man. Thanks. Pleasure. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You're all right. You know, you, we've gone. We're going now. Okay. You're that person at a party that's still drunk. I'm going, ow, we were going 30 minutes ago and you're still saying goodbye and cuddling everyone. Because I don't know how to say goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye.